Welcome back, pool fans. From across the country and around the world, you are listening to American Billiard Radio. Today is February the 4th, 2016, and my name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host again this week, and I'll be joined by Mr. Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark? Fabulous. Thank you very much. This is a good day. We've got a good interview coming up. <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, I was smiling about it. it it's, it's, it'll be interesting, to say the least. Uh, today's show is brought to you in part by Q Sports International, bringing more choices for the players, supporting events all across the, all across the country. So you guys uh, support CSI back. They're good for the game. Anyway, so uh, the Derby City Classic wrapped up for this year. Um, we got some congratulations in order, Mr. Mark. Um, first one goes out to Oh, the... I, didn't, I wasn't even there. Don't congratulate me. I didn't do anything. Oh, I know. I'm just I, saying, you know. we got. I just, I just supported them. <laughs> we have to hand out some pats on the back. Um, okay. Alex Pagalion has uh, joined the ranks of the very few that have won back-to-back Master of the Table awards. Alex... Uh, is that right? Yeah. He is... I think it's only Shane and Efren and... I forget who the other one might be. It's only a couple of people that have done it back-to-back Master of the Table. And uh, Alex won that this year. He... Uh, Took the, that takes some doing. Just to just to mention on that, and yeah. Realize how what big of a feat that is. It is. That that means you placed very very high in all the events, and Derby City is not a thirty-two man no. nine ball. Heck no. Full of bangers. Oh no. It's top class, world class. Oh yeah. Professionals and it's field of. Yeah. 400. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, 400 of them, right, exactly. <laughs> and now, not all the 400 can play, you know, to that standard. Sure. But they, they can play good enough to pay their entry fee, and you never know, on any given day, if the rules don't go right for you. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's so right. So that takes some doing. So, yeah, congratulations to uh, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. He took the um, the one pocket title, and he was the runner up for the nine ball event. So that pretty much pushed him over the top there. I think that uh, Efren and Shane might be the only ones that have done the back to back. Shane, um, congratulations to him. He took the nine ball title. Um, yeah. So and again, again, I mean, yes, he's won that before, right? Yes, he has, and. Um, Again, not an easy field to go through. Um, this year in particular was some really, really tough competition. You had the Cole brothers. You had, you know, Alex and Dennis. And Darren was there, wasn't he? I mean, uh, Dennis and, um, gosh, a whole slew of very, very, very tough. Co- well, hell, Jason Shaw, from, as a matter of fact. Jason Shaw gets congratulations, too. He took the, um, the Bigfoot Challenge title. Uh, yep. which is, again, not easy to do. None of these are easy to do. Uh, Shaw was looking for, I think he wanted that, uh, he wanted that <laughs> master of the table. Um, John Brunback also deserves some congratulations. He got the, the, uh, bank pool championship. Yeah, I think we talked about that last week again. Another discipline that has a lot of entries, considering yes. bank pool. Honestly, I really didn't think there was that many bank pool I did not players yeah. out there that, that, that are out there willing to travel and willing to compete and put an entry fee in and yeah. pay a hotel and everything else. You've got to have some confidence in your game to, to be willing to enter. So, you know, none of them, I don't think any of them are, are necessarily, you know, bad players. No, no. But Brombeck has done it a, a few years now. I think you said last week, I think it was three times he's, he's yeah. done it. Yes. You're sure he is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's the best bank pool player in the world. 
I mean, you gotta, you gotta give them that credit. <laughs> You're, if you go against that that size of a field and walk away on top, then you gotta be doing something damn good. Not just a little bit good, but damn good. So, props to John for after all these years still having it in him to take uh, uh, to take that title. Um, and then, of course, we mentioned also last week that Orcoyo Dennis took the uh, the fourteen one title. So uh, that there was some great great pool that went on there, and I'm sure that everybody from the reports I'm getting back, it sounded like it was um, a great event. It didn't sound like they had too many issues with any of the scheduling or anything. Not a lot of funny business going on. So uh, congratulations to everybody. That that really. Uh, it uh, lives up to its reputation, Derby City. That, that nine, that, dude, I had that nine ball. Was Shane winning the nine ball? Yeah. That, the nine ball division is the, uh, I mean, it's a standing thing. I mean, it's not like the change in the format or anything. It's been going on for a while. That's about the kookiest uh, format. I have, I've never seen <laughs> any other tournament done that way. I mean, you've got... You, you can play. You can play the same guy like twice or three times in a row. Right, right. The in re- each round. Yeah, you're talking about the redrawing after each round. Yeah, redraw after each round, and then there's a buyback. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's incredible, basically. And so he's, he's such a gay. It's uh, not. I don't say gay. It's confusing to me, but I mean, it's uh, how. How askew is your mindset mm-hmm. when you don't know who, you've got no bracket as to when you necessarily when you play next, who you playing, and, and that kind of thing. And you have to sit around and wait to find out who you playing and when. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's that's craziness, and, and uh, there's a mindset of. Um, the concentration and focus that you have to have, I think, to to be able to fade that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I just thought I'd mention that it's not as easy as just being a, a large <laughs> nine ball tournament. There's a lot of quirks involved that can right. throw your mental game off. That is very so. true. That is very true. That is very true. And there's a lot of stuff going on there. You know, it's just it's a busy uh, event, and that has got to play into. You know the the mental condition and physical condition of the players after a few days of you know being up late or being up early or you know it's just it's a taxing thing. So it just gives that much more credibility to the guys that take the titles uh, at at this event. Like it's not easy to do. Yeah, you might be you might be playing one pocket and and get done with that match and have to walk straight over the table where you're playing. Nine ball, or playing on a ten foot table, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, so there's no time to really adjust. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and by the way, I did want to mention too that uh, there was um, the straight pool challenge uh, always uh, also took place, and you know, and I'm only going to mention this briefly because it wasn't a main event, but it was kind of an important event. There's a, they had a challenge set up where you can pay $100 and you get 12 chances to see how high of a run you can make in straight pool. Um, they had a total of 654 attempts were made at a high run. The highest run out all right. of all 654 people was, was 225 balls. Now that's nothing to sneeze at, you know. That's a pretty high run right no. there. So congratulations to Lee Van Corteza for taking the uh, the uh, the money and the title for the highest run of the thing there. But my point was that uh, you know there's a lot of people out there that think that uh, you know the caliber of players we have today should be able to run Moscone's record into the ground with the greatest of ease. And I'm here to tell you that if 654 attempts were made and 225 is as high as they got, Moscone's record is not as easy to break as what you might think it is. Okay, that we had—I mean, it was Johnny Archer and Torsten and Niels and Schmidt and Lee Van and uh, high-quality players trying to do this. So it wasn't just like a bunch of bangers got up and tried to see what they can do. They gave it, you know, a pretty good showing. Unfortunately, yeah, 
the, the ta- you know, the table's different to Moscone's time. Yeah. Uh, the equipment's different, the balls are different. There's a lot of things that are different. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much that plays into it. You know, the diamond table pockets are cut different than they were, you know. Sure. In Moscone's time. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough to uh, it's going to be tough to well, on today's equipment maybe to to match that record. I don't know if it's gotten harder or not. But you look at what Moscone was playing with as well, and it wasn't he, he wasn't dealing with uh, you know nice aromatic balls necessarily. Right. It was right. You know. <laughs> right. Well, they made they made them out of mud or something. I don't know what they did with. Well, you know the thing is. Um, it's unfortunate that they only had one table to do this contest on because from what I understand, um, there's players lined up to try it most of the time. They had to wait. Um, there were certain other players that didn't even take a chance at it because they were you know, too busy with their matches and stuff. I think uh, somebody mentioned that Shane went over and was going to give it a whirl, but uh, there was a line of people and stuff and... So some of the guys didn't even get to try it, you know. So yeah, whenever they come up with more tables, then um, those numbers should probably uh, increase a little bit. I'll be interested in finding out how that goes. But anyway, so <clears throat> what else is going on in pool? Um, if you're up in uh, Michigan, hey, uh, in Mount Pleasant, the WP, WPBA Masters uh, for this year is actually going on as we speak, February the third through the seventh. At uh, is at the Soaring Eagle Casino, I believe there, and uh, that's a pretty big deal as far as the women's event is concerned. That might be one of the biggest ones of the year. So yeah, you know, check that out. Be some good, strong field for that too. I say uh, real quick. Uh, I think it was last night that uh, Allison Fisher. Congratulations to Allison Fisher for oh, being inducted into right. the WPBA Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm really at a loss as to why she's only just been inducted <laughs> into the WPBA right. Hall of Fame. Yeah, she was inducted into the uh, BCA Hall of Fame what, five years ago, four years ago, something like that. Uh, I yeah. would have thought that she was just an absolute hanger gimme uh, for the WPBA Hall of Fame, and that would have happened first, and then the BCA. Right, but. Hey, it is what it is, but congratulations to her, old girl. Yeah, yeah, she's a killer. I'll tell you what. I, It's funny because <laughs> there's a lot of guys that like to 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 treat the ladies with a little bit less respect, you know. And I'm not saying that to be mean. It's like, oh, yeah, the ladies can't hang with the guys and no, no, no. Yeah, I understand that. But... 99.9% of the people that are listening to this right now would get their butts handed to them by Allison Fisher any day, any time. So you can talk all you want well, to about, you. about the women being not as good as the men, but they, but she can beat most men. I'll, I will promise you that. I'll tell you. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you a quick story, uh, and I will try and make it quick. As a young man, uh, 15 years old, I had a job at the local snooker club in England, and I cleaned the tables every morning. Cleaned, brushed, and ironed the tables. There's about 22 of them, 12-foot table. I mean, it wasn't an easy job to, to do and do it right. Right. And that gave me free table time, and obviously I was always there. I got free food, and, you know, there's a whole plague of people. Anyway, Alison Fisher uh, came she to do an exhibition. At the, at the snooker club. And at that time, because I was getting free pool and and everything else, uh, sorry, free snooker and everything else, I thought, I was doing all right. You know, I was making 70 breaks, you know, uh, and, and that was pretty good. I mean, I, I saw myself as potentially being a professional snooker player. And uh, I got chosen to be one of the people who played a frame of snooker against Alison Fisher in this exhibition. <laughs> and I was licking my chops. She was the world, at the time, she was the world women's champion and uh, world women's snooker champion. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show this woman. I, you know, I, man, they're supposed to play snooker. Women can't play. You know, it's a uh, the mentality of a 15-year-old child, really. Sure, sure. <laughs> and, 
she I, I, I broke and she had a, I think 110 or 115 braids <laughs> against me. I was the last shot I had. So <laughs> like you say, you know, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't a helpless snooker player, but I also uh, yeah uh, definitely wasn't in the same same league for that one game. Anyways. Oh, so, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. She's just <laughs> a to be right from what. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, hell, anybody that grows up playing snooker and you get them on a nine ball table, you, you need to watch out. Okay? That's all there is to it. It doesn't matter who they are. If they grew up playing snooker and now they're playing nine ball, you're in a, you're in a world of trouble. All right. So um, that's, I think, the headlines for this week, except for this whole John French and Dennis Orcoyo and Shane Van Boning love triangle that's going on right now. <laughs> now. Um, so. Uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, get Dennis on the phone for a couple minutes and um, and see what's kind of going on in the real world. Couple minutes, things like I think it's like forty-five minutes, and I, I, you know, yeah. I, I do have to thank uh, uh, Daniel Bush and POV Pool for helping facilitate and get me and Dennis together uh, to to be able to do this. And yeah. uh, I, I think you're going to find it's a, a very, very, very very honest, straightforward, no bullshit interview. Yeah. And Dennis tells us everything that everybody's been asking questions about, from yeah. the coping e match through to uh, Shane and the contracts and everything else. This is one that I I, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, Dennis had told me he was going to be, I just want to tell truth. And I said, okay, I'm going to ask you about everything. He said, okay. That was a pretty good Dennis so you will, you, <laughs> yeah, you will see the, the results of, uh, of that. Yes, yes, it is very, very intriguing. Well, and it's good to get to the bottom. And I, I'm not saying that this is the end-all, be-all, but at least it's good to hear the other side of the story. You know what I mean? We, at this point, uh, we're forced to, to deal with speculation and rumors so it's certainly refreshing to talk to one of the actual people that's involved and uh, hear his, you know, his, not only his side, but his interpretation of what it was that went down. So stick around for the yeah, interview. We can all speculate. We, yeah. we can all speculate and uh, assume yeah. and, you know, the whole saying, that's human, but yeah. we, we can all do that. That'd be easy. You and me can sit on, the, on, on this interview and do that. But to get his what he see, how he sees everything went down, how everything happened, I think is fabulous for everybody on uh, on the internet, whether it be Facebook or Izzy Billions or right. Uh, right. Izzy Pool Scene or whatever, you know, or global pool players to to uh, to see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks, Mark, and thanks to the listeners. You guys stick around for Dennis Orcoyo. We'll be right back after this. American Billiard Radio. This is the Legends and Champions Report, brought to you by Neil Hirosh Cabinets of Mesa, Arizona. And I am joined today by the man of the moment, or one of the men of the moment. Uh, as we've all seen on Izzy Billiards and on Facebook, um, John French and Dennis uh, Arcolo seem to be the, the, the topic of the week. And the big match with Shane Van Boning that was supposed to go down uh, uh, later this month. So, as you know, I like to get things from the horse's mouth because I can talk and assume and everything else about every topic you want to talk about. But unless we hear it from the horse's mouth, it's not worth anything. So, I have Mr. Dennis Ricola on the line with us. How are you doing, Dennis? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, I'm here and resting in a Skyler Boardwork house, so I'm resting, you know, prepare for the next event. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. And, it's, been, uh, uh, it's been a tough couple of days, huh? All kinds of things going on. 
Yeah, well, I'm struggling about the the match with Shane, you know, and then I'm really expected to play the match. But what happened is uh, it's a big trouble with me and Jan. So I don't know what his mind was. It's very tough to talk about him, you know. I mean, it's very tough, very difficult. I I really, I really, you know, I'm really, uh, I mean, uh, it's very bad, you know. Well, I'll tell you, let me... Start the, let me start at the beginning when a lot of this controversy started. And that was uh, when you played Ko Ping Yi uh, there in uh, New York. Yeah. And at some point, and it was a close match. It, was a, it seemed like it was a great match uh, from what I uh, heard and saw the reports of. And then the match is over and there's talk about John French has recruited Coping uh, Yi onto his stable, and that caused controversy uh, between the match. And it was uh, it was billed as a twenty thousand dollar match. Is that correct? Yeah, supposed to be a twenty thousand dollar match. This was a real story. Coping Yi, I talked to uh, who handled to them with Monday. To be honest, I'm the one who set it up the match. I'm the one who set it up the match. I talked to the owner, Manny Steinway, about me and Co. No Jan, no Jan about talking about, okay? But the, supposed to be 10,000 each, 20,000 total. Manny on the, on the medal of the match. But what happened when I arrived there and that uh, few days before the match, Co Pingy, uh, and the Monday, he didn't collect the ten thousand, the full ten thousand. So what he got, what they got, is only twenty five hundred. That is the real story. Okay. So, and when when did you know that he didn't have the full ten? Uh, when I know when what. Yeah, when did when did you know? How far ahead of time did you know that it wasn't you weren't playing for ten thousand anymore? Uh, when uh, when the, when the the day that that day and that uh, uh, thirteen uh, January January thirteen that day uh, the match early early before the match. So when I talked to uh, Monday, and then she said, Dennis, I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't get the 10000 because those backers, they back out. That is true. So I said, it's okay. So you didn't reach the 10000 so we, we uh, let, let's play no matter what. So we're here, uh, coping in here. So, you know, so we, uh, we, uh, we uh, the owner, we, he worked hard to this event. You know, to work out of this event, you know, you spend a lot of time. So we're going to play no matter what. So so no matter what, even though the small amount, but we're trying, we play very hard. Okay. And so you, you ended up, was it coping you 2500 or did somebody put that money in for him? Yeah, somebody, somebody put in him. Somebody quoted him, uh, so twenty five hundred each. So that's all. Okay, and so John French played no part in this because he seemed like he was on the. From what I can gather, everybody was praising him about what a great match he'd put together. How, he didn't put the match together at all. I'm the one. Uh, what uh, John French is uh, on my side. He's only betting. So what happened? He bet on to me as a thousand dollars, and then I bet five hundred dollars, and and money's the owner of my friends too. He bet, you know, share share. So that's all. Okay. So, but it was still it was still billed as twenty thousand though. Not that didn't change. And a lot of people think that it should have changed at that point to say it's not twenty thousand anymore. It's 
not twenty thousand, not twenty thousand, no. But in public, of course, they started, uh, they promoted twenty thousand totally in the middle of the match. But when that happened, and it it's true, is twenty five each total is five thousand. That's all. Okay, so let's uh, move forward. You've got the match set with Shane Van Bonning. Um, so just to go back a second to clarify something for the listeners, you yeah. talked about Mandy. Now, Mandy is Kokinyi's translator, manager, kind of person that you have to deal with to talk to Kokinyi, correct? I, yeah, absolutely. Okay, just wanted to make sure, you mentioned Mandy, and some people don't really know maybe who she is. Um, so now you've got the match set for mid-February with Shane. Yeah, and all the going to plan. It's a hundred thousand dollar total match. I have to say that hundred thousand total is in the middle, fifty thousand yeah. each. Yeah, and John French was backing you for fifty thousand, or rumor has it he was betting twenty five thousand, and you were betting twenty five thousand of your own. Twenty-five thousand. What? Rumor has it that the fifty thousand that was your part of the deal, you were putting yes. twenty-five thousand in, and John French was putting twenty-five thousand in, or was no. John French putting fifty thousand in for you? No. Uh the fifty thousand is to be honest. There's no fifty thousand. There's no fifty thousand each. Okay, that. Very clear. Shane Van Boning, uh, because uh, he don't, John said he do not want to play cash. So what has happened, uh, John is trying to talk to Shane to play cash, like 100000 or 50000 each. But Shane, uh, John said he didn't want to do it. So what has happened? Uh, when you John, say, when you say John, you're talking about John Mars or John French? John French, John French. Okay, he didn't want to I do... Was, I was there on the car. He tried to reach to Shane to play with me for 50000 or 100000 But I don't know what exactly the point was, the way we were negotiating to Shane. But Shane, I don't know what he said to John, but... What I heard from John, he said, Dennis, he approached me, or oh, Dennis, I find a way to play Shane. So I'm going to give him talent pay for sure to show up the match. I give him 10000 for the for the match. I give him talent pay, 10000 guaranteed for the match. But the 50000 I have no idea. I have, I'm not sure the 50000 is supposed to. That's... That is true. They show, he show, he said, the 50,000 each other, but uh, he said to me, just show, just put like a show, you know. Okay, so the 50, just so I'm clear, it was supposed to be 50,000 each, that's how it was advertised. John French was giving Shane 10000 just to come and show up and play the match, correct? Yeah. Uh, John French gave to Shane Van Boning guaranteed talent pay $10,000. But the 50000 the bedding is not, I'm not really, no. But I believe no 50000 each for the real money. Just play uh, the match, but... Even though that kind of way, I will play hard, very hard. My goal to play Shane is my honor to play Shane the match. No matter what, if there's no 50,000 each, but I'm going to play hard to show all over the world about pool class. Okay. So were you going to get a 10,000 fee as well, or...? Sorry, come again. Were you going to get a $10,000 talent fee as well? Uh, what the deal, the first deal what we had, Jan and I, we talked about 
different deal. So Johnny offered me, Dennis, what do you want? You want to Shane like uh, deal with like Shane? And I said, it's up to you, John. But what we are uh, agreement, me and John, is he said, I will give you 40% for the streaming and we're going to... Uh, but and the door payment, uh, John Prince gave to him, gave to Shane extra five grand, and the rest, all the money collect from the door, we gonna split to me, and uh, Dave Cole he got fifteen percent from the door, I think, and then and the rest, the door from the door paid, split me and Jen, and then. The streaming uh, uh, money, I got, he said, he will give me 40%. Okay. So, so everything is going, so at this point, you've got a, a financial deal with uh, John French, and Shane's got a financial deal with John French. Yeah. And... It, it comes time that now you you know we're getting close to you know it happening. What happened that has all of a sudden made it not happen? Because the problem is when when I this I started in the beginning when I stay at Jan Prime in his house he invite me he offered me a lot of you know opportunities about you know us. When I meet him the very first time, about I mentioned about the contract as well. When I was there in the Philippines, I've been talking about the DVD of Jan, me and Jan, the DVD. I'm what we're going to do, okay? But we're not talking about, we're not mentioned about the contract, okay? When I arrive in Midway Airport. I'm not sure what exactly time, but I believe like a afternoon. So when I get in in the car, he approached me, the contract, what he's talking about. He said on the car with his wife, Sarah, friends, he opened me, Dennis, uh, I have paper this uh, about contract, 10 years contract, you know, I mean, uh, uh, about the DVD, just the DVD, okay? Or uh, he said, uh, managing to you, okay? I mean, uh, but just only the DVD. And so, you made, so, so you made a DVD with John French? Yeah. And, yeah, and the contract is for a 10-year agreement on the DVD sales, etc. Yeah, okay. absolutely. We, okay. He said, and I said on the car, Jan, I didn't, I didn't really understand about the contract or reading English, but I can speak. But, and about the contract, what they have. And then he said right away, no, Dennis, there's no, nothing, just only the DVD, okay? Don't worry about, you know, I take care of you, trust me. And I said, Jan, I will trust you, just the DVD. And I have backer in the Philippines, I cannot leave my backer because my backer, he treat me, and all in part of my life, he treat me as a man. He treat me like a son. So I said to him, my backer, I will live forever to them. So what the contract he mentioned to me, he said only the DVD. And what happened daily and daily and daily, he's planning, planning, planning a lot. He's trying to jump. He asking me, he asking me many times over and over again when I stay on his house. He said, Dennis, can I take you in the tournament? I said, Jan, I tell you, I have Bakker and the Philippines. He will take me in the big event. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a stake when the small tournament, I will give you. But in the big tournament, it will not happen because I have a big stakeholder in the Philippines and he will take care of me every time, wherever I go. That's very clear. And he said, 
Okay, understand. And then he said, what about the Calcutta and cash game? Can I take that? And I said, yes, you can take, no problem. And yeah, that's all. That's, uh, that's very clear. Okay, so what changed? Now, Did something change with that? Uh, it's not the indeed. When when we then uh, when we then gap when we then argue because what John did every time I go to the pool room when the very first few times every time we go in the pool room he been argue he been argue with somebody he been argue and he tell on Facebook you know and then when he uploads to the player to play with me the player mad with me and I don't even know and. Every time, I mean, myself, God give me talent, and myself, I believe, I give what my purpose and full situation, full industry, I just give joy to all who, who loving pool, you know? And what happened, every time I go with John and the pool room, we've been argue, we've been argue to the people, so I don't like that behavior. I don't like that, like, people mad with me, and, you know, during when I'm there in the pool room. So I talked to Jan many times. Jan, I don't like you show that kind of behavior. Every time we go in the pool room, we've been arguing. But finally, what happened in the New York? In New York, I played to Copigny. What he did after the match, he posted, after the match, he posted, he said, Two brothers, I hired them, Team John Friend. And two guys, the next day, two guys come up to Steinway pool room. He blaming, he complaining to money, Steinway, the owner. Uh, uh, he said, the game is fixed. Why? Those guys, they play big, uh, only uh, uh, John Friend's table. So the guy, uh, two guys, they're mad because the game is fixed. So I talked to John. John talked to me on the hotel. He said, I posted uh, co-brothers. Then it, you saw the, he said, the co-brothers, I hired them. And then that time, I, I'm very tired. I didn't really think right. And I said, ah, okay. And because we've been playing every day like nine hours, so I go bed like 4 a.m. the morning, almost 5 a.m. the morning. And then and the last day when they finished the match and uh, we're checking out on 16 January, I go to the Money Steinway pool room and I have to collect my uh, percentage about the streaming. So when money, I when I saw money, money talked to me, and personal. He said, "What John did it? What John did it? Why he posted after the match with Koo? The two guys come up here. They're they're mad. Why why they play you and Ko under John's table?" You guys, there's only uh, only one manager, and then Manny man, why that? Why he posted the stupid thing? Okay, so I talked to John personally. I said, John, why you posted like that? I mean, me and Kopini, we play very hard, we prepared very hard, and why? Our reputation, people know we play very hard. So it looked like I'm worse stupid, you know. I play very hard, Copigny play very hard, and then people, they're doubted about the match. They put, they put on their mind, the game is stupid, you know. So I talked to Jan, I'm really mad. Why you do that? Why you do that? I mean, do you destroy... You create pool, uh, good, that's your plan. You're trying to be a good uh, pool action, but the problem, 
you destroy pool industry you hurt people you know so i tell to jan from now on i said to him in new york from now on i'll finish the match of Shane Van Bonney, me and Shane Van Bonney in Wisconsin, Tarumum. I tell, I tell him on his face, man, man as a man, I tell him from now on, after the match between me and Shane, I will done for you, okay? I will tell you as a man because I don't want to disappear, to leave you without, without I tell you, okay? I like to see you as a you know as a person as myself to 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 clarify I really unhappy what you did to me every time I go to the pool room I have problem every time we go to the pool room we go together in the pool room I have problem so I don't like that I don't like hurt people I don't like mad people to me I my purpose to play honest to play to give joy to all the people who loving pool especially my fans my my uh family or ever or my friends you know that's my goal so i tell to jan please jan i have tournament coming in derby classic i want to prepare i hope uh i hope uh i i want to go Uh, stay away for you because I want to focus my game. So what happened? And he asked me, "Can you come back to our place going to Illinois?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah." So we go back together to the airport, LaGuardia. We go together. We still argue. We're still talking about and and to the plane. He's been argue. Treat me, he said. You know, you have contract to me. I said, what's the talking about the contract? I said, remember, I tell you, remember, you tell me the contract only the DVD. I don't even know what he said. He said the contract, all the tournaments what I got, he got fifty percent. I don't even know that. I don't right. even know. So the contract. So the contract wasn't just for the DVDs. It was for every, everything that you make in every tournament. He gets 60% off. That's what he said, but no. We're not talking about the contract 50%, my tournament winning, big tournament winning. No, we're not talking about that. The contract we're talking about, I tell him very clearly. He's, I told him, he said, only the DVDs. Because the guy who do it, the DVD, he said he need a contract formality because he don't want to do it without the contract formality. The guy who do it, the DVD, and he said, and I said, okay, I'm gonna sign. I trust you, Jan. And he said, don't worry about the contract, Dennis. That's the DVD. And I don't understand a little, a little. The day, the day, the past. He jump up a little, a little. He trying. I don't understand what he's talking about. I tell him many times, over and over again, on his face. I said, I have stake course in the Philippines. You cannot take me and the big tournament. I have stake course. If I let him stake with the small tournament around behind, around his place, I let him stake. But in the big tournament, I have big tournament. I cannot. Give to him. I cannot let stake me. I cannot okay. do that. Okay. Only so, I... so you've got. So I'm understanding what's going on. You thought you signed in one agreement. He's saying you signed that you signed for something else. It was a lot more money for every tournament. And then on. So, and that was I don't know what a week ago maybe, something like that. A week and a half ago. Now. Sorry. So now you've got to go to um, play Shane, and you know what the deal is with Shane. But what now? It's not happening at all. What what's what has happened? What made made it so that you are not playing Shane anymore? What was the part that made it fall apart? What happened? 
I would like to apologize to all my fans, to all who loving pool, especially to Shane. Ah, uh, the 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 what uh what happened? I mean, the match. I talked to John yesterday, Alan Sword House. I called him. He called me, and then I I didn't answer. I cannot. I, I didn't recognize my phone. He called me. I called him back. I talked to him. Okay. I I said, John, hi. You called me? Oh yeah, Dennis. He said to me, the match is cancelled. I don't want to happen anymore. That's what he said. And I said, he asked me before. He took my wife. She, uh, his wife talked to me. He he said, when I was there in Chicago, Midway Airport. She said, Dennis, can you play at that machine? And I said, yes, I will play Sarah. I will play 100%. He's, she said, tell, uh, she said oh, uh, many times to me, can you play? Yeah, I will play. I will play 100%. And John said to me, I will play. What happened yesterday, We, I talked to him on the, my phone, and then he said, Dennis, the, the, the event is canceled. And I said, okay, that's fine. That's your decision. I, just, I mean, I said, okay, so it's fine. Okay, so that's it. So now, I don't understand he talking too much. And most of the time, it's lie. It's lie, you know. I Every time I, I explain to him, it's right. Every time I explain to him what is right, sometimes he hangs the phone, you know. So I tell what I say is true. What I say is true. I'm willing to play to Shin. No matter what, I'm willing to play to Shin. Sword brother, he don't, they don't have agreement with me, okay? They don't have agreement with me. We're talking about the match. Sword brother, they're trying to, to resolve the match to going happen. But what happened, Jan mad with them. Why, why I go with them? Why I, be, I betrayed to, the, to Jan, uh, uh, Jan team? I'm not go with sword brother team. I'm not go with them. That's true. No, no. I tell to John, sometimes he set it up, uh, I don't know, set it up with uh, Mike Arrow or uh, Sword Brother, and I told them, it's not my enemy. I don't like you set it up to them. I tell many times, because Mike Arrow and... Justin Bergman, Kylo Wardwell, he's my friend. He gave me a ride. Before I met Jan, I met already Kylo Wardwell, Mike Arrow, and they gave me a ride. They treat me very good. I told him, don't set it up on this group because he helped me. Some, you know, he gave me a ride, you know, and I don't like to play them. Find somebody else so you know, uh, uh, find somebody else, not them. I'm willing to play, not them. So he, oh, even though I tell him many times, he keeps saying many times to me, I don't understand, Jan, I don't understand what his mind was. I don't understand. Every time I say no, he keeps saying to me, he keeps saying. And I really feel, I really feel he he don't respect what my decision. So that's why I tell to Jan, Jan, you're a nice man, but in the pool situation, I really don't think you're good. So uh, my my suggestion myself to step away with you. I'll find I'll find myself, you know, to be a, a base of mind. And I hope you respect to me my decision to come out in your on your side 
And what happened? He's mad. He's mad, and he he he, he confronted me. He said, "Remember, you have a contract to me. You have ten years contract. What are you talking about, man? What we what you make the contract? You said if you, I agree. If you make a deal, let's say endorsement. If you make a deal, we make fifty fifty. I agree that." But if you said, if he said, 50% from my winnings, all the tournament, big tournament, what he, uh, what he's talking about is not true. I will not agree that. I tell him many times, I will not agree that. If he talked to me on my face, if he said that contract, 50-50%, all my tournaments, I cannot sign that no way. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I told him, even you have a lot of money, if you, if you treat me like that, if you treat me, I tell him many times, treat me like a brother. He's trying like he choked my neck. He trying like, I'm very sad, you know. I'm very sad, you know. Yeah. So the, so the, just to kind of go back. So you, you I know I'm maybe being repetitive here. You had a financial deal with this Shane Van Bonning match uh, that was on the side with John French, and Shane had one as well. So the key, the the point is. Now, even though you've got your match on the side, so there's no 50000 anymore, right? No 50000 from anybody. You're just playing for what you're getting. I believe believe there's no 50000 I believe there's no 50000 on the medal. Yes, Shane Van Boning, he got, but I believe Shane, he wants to bet. But I believe uh, there's no 50000 on the medal of the match. But what I know, John Prince gave 10000 to Shane Van Boney to have the talent fee and plus, uh, plus, plus 5000 the door. That is true. But my deal with John is different way. But last night, he talked to me. Last night, he talked to me. He, he, uh, he approached me, Dennis, because he saw... The Swordsward brother, Sword brother, he posted the deal, the new, the deal, like seventy percent to make it happen, seventy percent uh, to the winner, thirty percent to the loser, and then ten thousand and it's on the middle of the match. And John Prince saw it and that messages, and I don't know, and I don't know. Uh, John, uh, oh no, uh, John saw it, the messages, and then John messaged to me, uh, many messages to me. He said, you know, Dennis, uh, blah, blah, blah. He, he talked a lot, and then he said, I'm the one, I'm the one who picks that, the, the, the event. I'm the one who make that money. I mean, kind of like that word, you know, and then, and fine, and later on, he called me. And when we talk, okay, he talked to me, he said, Dennis, this was a deal. So we're going to have in the match. You want to play? He said, yeah, I'm going to play. Okay, this is my deal, Jan. I'm going to play. Give me 15000 like you give to Shane. I don't mind how much you make money on the stream. I don't mind the door, You, what we make. I don't mind. Give me 15000 I will play. Before the match. I will give me the mount, and then I will play. And the Dale said, he said, okay, I'll give you 10000 first before the match we start, and then the 5000 the door, I will give you. That's the deal. Last night, what he said. And then he said, I'm going to talk to Shane, and then I will call you tomorrow. That's what we, that conversation last night. So today... He didn't call me, so I don't know. But I saw 
deep goal messages he posted, and he said the game is not gonna happen no more. So it sounds like the 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 match is not gonna happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's been all over the internet uh, for my uh, part of last night and uh, so far all of today uh, about this. And those are basically the questions that people wanted to know. It sounds like the um, Shane and John Mars were willing and able to put the money together for the fifty thousand that you were supposed to be playing for, you know, each side. And yeah, um, your but they also didn't, and I don't care what side deals are going on, if the 50000 is still in there, if you guys get a cut of the door or the pay-per-view or whatever, that's fine. That's, what uh, I say, uh, what I say, the Shane side, I believe John Mars, they're willing to bet, okay? But what I know from John, he said to me, the 50000 each, the 100000 the medal, there's nothing. Just show. I give Shane Van Boning 10 grand. He show me the, the check to Shane Van Boning. He, he mail it by uh, the office and he give to Shane. Like, I'm not remember, like maybe, uh, uh, I'm not sure after the Masconi Cup, after the Masconi Cup, maybe after the Masconi Cup, yeah. He sent it to Shane Van Boning, $10,000. That's I know. Wow. Well, and, and that's fine. If he, if, I, honestly, I don't have a problem with him paying an appearance fee to you, uh, uh, to Shane, and cutting you in, giving you a piece of the pay-per-view or a piece of the gate, the yeah. door, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, and, and no, you know that that's, there's no problem there. I guess the issue with, with the people who gamble online or likes to make bets on this, they want yeah. to know what is what you're actually playing for. The fact you get an appearance fee is one. Yeah. thing. the fact you get a no, party I mean, goal I mean, is one thing. But yeah, I mean, they want to know I mean, what's in the middle. What are you actually playing for? And and that way they can make their bets. If they think you're just getting an appearance fee. Then yeah, obviously. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just telling the truth. What is for? I'm just right. telling the truth. But I believe the Shane side, John Mars, they're willing to bet. I believe that. But what I say, I just tell what is true is. I just tell everything one by one. What is truth is. You know, I mean, that is true. That is true. That is true, but no matter what, it's gonna happen the match, and I believe it's my honor. I believe we're gonna play hard, and both sides, both player, me and Shane, we're gonna play very hard. The goal is to win the match. That's all. That's all. I mean, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Well, maybe I think once all this is. Because the match has been on, off, and it's become a little tainted at this point. And so people may be less likely to buy it and uh, have interest or trust in it to gamble on it and things like that. Maybe in six months or so, everybody will calm down. And if there's a whole new set of people involved, you know, mm -hmm. maybe that match can happen somehow. Somebody who's got $50,000 who is willing to do it. Yeah, to be honest. Uh, there's no 50,000. I know. I know that. John, he talked to me that. No 50,000, no 100,000 the match. But what i looking forward, I hope someday in the future it's going to happen, the match. But, you know, but that's this kind of the, the very bad problem this time, you know, I don't know, I don't know when it's gonna happen, you know, but what my what I say, I mean, 
you know, I'm really sorry about all the fans, all the people who are really interested to watch the match, but I'm really to play. I'm willing to play anytime to show the match. You know, I'm willing to play. I'm willing to play. That's all. Okay, Dennis. I tell you what. I really, really appreciate you taking the time and. I uh, would actually like to thank uh, Daniel Bush and POV Pool uh, because w without them, this uh, us getting together and doing this interview would not have happened. So thank you, Daniel and POV Pool. We appreciate your help with everything, um, and I appreciate Dennis. You willing to come on here and from the horse's mouth, you know, tell, just tell us your side of the story and how you see it. Uh, we have invited John French on before a couple of weeks ago, and uh, for whatever reason, he wasn't able to make it, and uh, we haven't heard from him since. Um, I don't know if he's uh, willing to set, come and tell his side of the story at this point or not. I'm, I'm going to guess he's probably not, but uh, we really appreciate you being as uh, honest and candid and telling us your side of the story. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, you know, I mean, it is, uh, you know, I mean, thank you guys, you know, I mean, you give me the opportunity to this to explain uh, everything what is true, uh, you know, uh, I'm once again, I really apologize to all, you know, to all the people, you know, loving pool, uh, I'm, my intention to give joy and share, you know, you know, I mean, share the game, you know, I mean, uh, give excited the match, you know. Now, I'm not intention to destroy or whatever about the game. No, I love pool. I love the game. I I I believe somebody, uh, John Friend or Kenny Friend, he said I'm unrespectful when I lost to Shane. I didn't shake hands right. I was shake hands right on his face. When I when I did I show and shake hands I turn around so somebody taking photo and then they post this I'm a unrespect I'm disrespect player no I didn't not I didn't do that you know I mean I mean what happened last time in uh, in Vegas is that not pushing and me I just uh, talked to the referee but to be honest every time I lost. I bow my head, I shake my hand as a gentleman, a sportsman. I know, I know to handle how I lose. I know, you know, to manage myself to lose. I'm not really mad when I lose. That's all. People, they're, they give uh, misunderstanding, uh, malicious. It's not right, you know. I mean... I believe so many people know who I am during the table. That's all. Yeah, well, you know, that was something that had came up. That was uh, about the handshake and that you and Shane had some issues and some bad blood and didn't like each other too much. And, you know, that's uh, something that made the match maybe a little bit uh more of a exciting or more of a draw, but uh, you know it, it is what it is. And again, you know we appreciate you because coming on, uh, it's it's easy to talk about it. And as as you know or probably have seen, uh, rumors fly, and one thing leads to another, it leads to another, it leads to another. And before you know it, there's five different stories. And or ten, maybe a hundred different stories of everything that happened. So you explaining it, uh, you know, it's at this point it's as good as we can get, you know. Yeah. So, and, and I'm glad that you you did it. It just it does give you a chance to uh, address the situation without, you know, people just guessing to mm -hmm. what happened. So yeah. Uh, I thank you very much again. And I will let you go. And yeah. if there's uh, if anything else comes about, maybe I'll give you another call and we can have a chat about it. All right.
Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Dennis. Take care. Have a nice day. That's it. Uh, American Billiards Radio. We heard it from the author's mouth. The Legend Gym Champions Report. Hope he answered some questions. Uh, as they always say, there's, what, three sides to every story? Uh, I've got no reason to disbelieve Dennis at this point. Uh, you know, John French, we've tried to get hold of him. Uh, he hasn't, you know, doesn't seem like he wants to talk to us anymore for whatever reason. But, you know, there's an open invitation there for him. If he wants to do an interview, we can do one. And he can tell his side. Uh, but that's it for this week. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, until next week, shoot and straight, man. I'll speak to you soon.